Good evening. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. This is Sean Odenhall, and we are continuing on. It's a, It has been a very um, strenuous week. Um, I've missed some days on here. I've been working some of the oddest hours I've really ever worked in my life, and uh, it's been eat, sleep, and work. But um, today was the last day. Grateful, grateful for the work, but I'm so grateful that it was finished so I can get back to um, having a normal routine. So let's get back into God's Word and praying through here. It's good to be back here. We are in Luke 16, 19 through 31. The rich man and Lazarus. This is a uh, parable Jesus taught. And from, let's begin this. Now there was a certain rich man, and he was clothed in purple and fine linen, living in luxury every day. A certain beggar named Lazarus was taken to his gate, full of sores, desiring to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Yes, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The beggar died, and he was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and he saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in the same way bad things. But here he is now comforted, and you are in anguish. Besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, that those who want to pass from here to you are not able, and that no one may cross from over there to us. And he said, I ask you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, so that he won't also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. And he said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said to him, If they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if one rises from the dead. So Father, even as we read that last part that you said that coming from Father Abraham, if one goes to them from the dead, they will not repent. If they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if one rises from the dead. And we know that's true, Lord Jesus, for you have risen from the dead and you are not believed. And it grieves your heart. It grieved your your Pete, your when your people did not believe you. Lord, but thank you that you have given us the gift of mercy by allowing us to believe in you. And you have changed our lives. Father, please forgive us when we have been proud like the rich man in this parable. For we know at times that we are arrogant and self-righteous. We don't want this in our life. We know you have given us undeserved favor and there's no place for self-importance. 
Please make a way with our family and friends that we might be able to tell them about you and what you have done. Lord, as we come up to this time of holidays of getting together with family, may we remember this specifically, to not be afraid to tell our families about Jesus, the one who died for them and one who loves them. Please save our family, O God. Could you prepare their hearts so that the gospel might find ground to grow and to flourish? Save our friends, have mercy on them, and give them life. We ask this in Jesus' name. And Lord, we also come to you tonight praying for deliverance. Save us entirely from sin, Heavenly Father, for we know We are righteous only through the righteousness of another, Jesus. But we pant and we pine for likeness to yourself. We are your children and we should bear your image, Lord. Enable us to recognize our death unto sin. And when it tempts us, may we be deaf unto its voice. Deliver us from the invasion as well as the dominion of sin. Grant us to walk as Christ walked to live in the newness of his life, the life of love, the life of faith, the life of holiness. We abhor our body of death, its indolence, envy, meanness, pride. Forgive and kill these vices, Lord. Have mercy on our unbelief, on our corrupt and wandering heart. And when your blessings come, And we begin to idolize your blessings and set our affection on some beloved object like children, friends, wealth, and honor. Cleanse this spiritual adultery and give us chastity. Close our heart to all but you, Lord. Sin is our greatest curse. Let your victory be apparent to our consciousness and displayed in our life. Help us to always be devoted confident and obedient, resigned, childlike in our trust of you so that we may love you with soul, body, mind, and strength to love our fellow man as we love ourselves. For we do love ourselves, Lord. I confess that I do. But may we love our fellow man just as we love ourselves. To be saved from unregenerate temper, hard thoughts, slanderous words, meanness, unkind manners, impure thoughts, to master our tongue and keep the door of our lips. Fill us with your grace daily that our life will be a fountain of sweet water. And Lord, as we read through John, the book of John tonight, chapter 10, we thank you for your words that you assured us that you are the door of the sheep, for you are our good shepherd. Thank you. That all who came before you, they are thieves and robbers. But may we, like the sheep, not listen to them. You are are the door, Lord. And if anyone enters by you, they and we will be saved and will come in and out 
and go find pasture just like these sheep. Lord, you said that a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we feel that. We regularly feel that the enemy is coming to steal, kill, and destroy from us. But you came, O Lord, that they and we might have life and have it in abundance. You are the good shepherd, Lord, for you laid down your life for us, the sheep, the hired man, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, he leaves us and runs away when he sees the wolf coming. And the wolf then has many times snatched us and scattered them, your people. And this happened because he was only a hired man and he didn't care about the sheep as you care. And you are the good shepherd. You know your own sheep and we know you. As the Father knows you, Lord, and you know the Father, you have laid down your life for us, your sheep. And you have other sheep that are not of this fold. And you will bring them also, and they will listen to your voice. And then there will be one flock and one shepherd. And this is why the Father loves you, Lord Jesus because you laid down your life so that you may also take it up again. No one took this from you, Lord. You did it on your own. And you had the right to lay it down. And you had the right to take it up again. And we thank you for that, that you did take up your life again and you rose from the dead. For our sake, we ask all of this and thank you for all of this, for what you have done in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for being here. May his word fill your hearts and fill your minds. May you walk in newness of life and in assurance of his care for us. These are heavy times. And we don't know what's going to happen. So we trust in our Lord. We trust in God. And he will take care of us. So we will see you tomorrow. Lord bless you. Goodbye.